Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. It's begun. It's begun. Um, I wish that um there was like a version. I guess that never mind. What? T- no, tell me. You can't do that. This, my train of thought was: mm-hmm. I wish that there was a thing like an adult version of a baby bottle because I really like straws and I really like like suckling like a baby animal. And then I realized that that's what a camelback is, especially a oh, camelback backpack. Mm-hmm. That's true. We were at Bonnaroo. Um. There were three boys that were uh, there, and one of them, only one of them had a camelback, and every time um, Zach wanted um, water from Ferg, um, he would, like, come up like a like a literal baby camel and just be like, and, like, <laughs> suckle on his teat. Oh, delicious. Um, I did that to someone in Israel. I was like, I forgot my, I didn't bring my camel back one day, and so I would just, like, walk over and be like, can I get a hit of that? And I'd be <laughs> that's like, That's sweet H2O. That's sweet water. Um, I would like everyone to know, um, that today I sent Brooke a photo because I took a quiz called, can you name these musicals from one (laughs) image? And it was like, no joke, like 65 questions. And shut up. It was 65 questions. It was so long. I got into it thinking it was like 14 questions long and then I committed and I got 91% right. I want to take this quiz. Well, what I'm going to tell you is that. I have some good critical thinking skills and context clue reading. I will say that I got that text from Bridget and I stopped walking <laughs> and was like, and like, and like put my hand in my heart and like nodded proudly. That was the reaction I wanted, obviously. So I'm glad. Yeah. It stopped me in my tracks. Oh, what could be better? I don't um, know. We were talking when, about baby bottle drinking this weekend. I know because in senior year of college, spring quarter to any like event that oh, yeah. people drink at, I would just, uh, so fun fact, a baby bottle holds um, an entire bottle of wine. That's crazy. So I would like be at fucking acapella shows like suckling on a on a bottle of wine. What would a baby bottle full of wine evoke in you other than just <laughs> wailing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. I guess that's true. Um, what else is going on? I had I had like three things I wanted to talk about. You did. First one was this weekend. This weekend. Bridget turned 25. I did. And we're going to talk more about that, I think, as this episode progresses. It's well-timed for this episode. Anyway. Uh, so, w- so this weekend, I did turn 25. Um, we had a great time on Saturday night, and then Brooks <laughs> slept over, which was marvelous. I left Bridget's party before Bridget. That's but true. I, I came home with my And roommate. I was like, uh-oh. I have to stay to the end of the party, no. which like I, I am not prone to doing. But Bridget's lovely roommate was also going home, so he and I just came back. <laughs> you were back. so cute. You came over like very big-eyed, and you were like, if you need me to stay, I will <laughs> stay. <laughs> I was like, Brooke, go home. <laughs> so I was I'll like, see you in my bed. And you were like, I'm just going to wake you up at 2 a.m. And I was when I get or whenever I get home to hang out, and I was like, I will be there. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Cool. And I did. I stayed up. That's true. You did. And we had a nice chat. And then we went to bed. And then we got up and we got bagels. Oh, really good. Except my bagel was like cut weird. So like, it was. So they it was did like, that thing where they. It was like one one of them is like a full bagel. And one half is like one. It was, it, it was evenly cut in the middle. But when they cut it then in half to eat the sandwiches, there was like one third and two thirds. It was very strange. Yeah, it was weird. But they were delicious. We had them on the train with our friend. Uh, friends Maddie and Emily and then we took a bunch of trains and then we went to a winery and it was so cold and so beautiful and we had so much wine (laughs) we drank so much we did we ate like everything they had to offer us and it wasn't a lot no but it was good it was good and we ate all of it we ate as much as we could that they as uh, (laughs) anything they would give us and then we got alcoholic seltzers and drank more on the way back yeah I was hung over on Monday I am shocked I wasn't nice shocked but, um, yeah, it was really fun. Also, you wanted to talk about both of our <laughs> favorite pastime. One not more reading. Oh. Not, <laughs> not, not even reading. Netflix. One, One more, more brick. brick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, a game on the iPhone that you, um, or on any phone, I guess. A phone game. A game for your phone. If I had a promo phone. code, I'd give it to you. But the good news is it's free and it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> it's basically like Snood meets Brick Breaker. Yeah, it's like any Brick Breaker game, but it's just my favorite one. I mean, I've I will so say far. that Brick Breaker is one of a kind. R.I.P. My of Blackberry. Course. So Bridget and I found out anyway, today. Anyway, 
that we have the same exact high score. Exact same high like, score. Like literally, we both have the same high score, but not for long. I will. I know. Brooke I just got gonna... my Super Bowl. This is like really like the most exciting really, thing about my day. Really, we care a lot about is this. Is that I got my Super Bowl, which is one ball that has three characteristics, and I picked how fast it goes, and I picked how small it oh, was, yeah, and it does Frankenstein that I ball. Fucking young Frankenstein the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah. And I'm really excited. And also, I changed my Twitter name once again. From um, Sister Act Two, Brooke in the Habit, my favorite bit apparently. Mm-hmm. It's really to, good. To uh, Thoughty Toddler, so I wanted to discuss with the with the room. Just like open it for discussion. Do you think that I'm a Thoughty Toddler? I'm not quite sure. I still understand what thought means. Well, you just kind of. I think the thing is, it was a gut impulse. You heard it and it felt right. You know, and sometimes you just have to roll. Well, with I'm that. just like I'm not a full thought, whatever that means. Like I'm never gonna like a partially formed thought. I'm like. I'm like maybe like a thought bubble, you know, like I'm not like in a post. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I am a thoughty mm-hmm. toddler like that. Resonated. That specifically, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If it resonates, you know, Bridget and I were listing things we wanted to talk about. And I said those two things when I went, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no sex in the city, though. We This is honestly like listen on at your peril. This might just be an hour of us talking about nonsense. No one cares about except us very deeply. Um, um, welcome I to almost, season four, though. Oh. Hey. Wait, you almost what? Talk I, to me. I almost wanted to tell my traumatizing European wax hunter story, <gasps> but I feel like that's TMI for like a lot mm-hmm. of people who listen to this podcast. It might be. Li- not limited, but not including two. Yes, that is how that phrase goes. We will not interrogate it. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> including, but not limited to <laughs> my father. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a gift that I got to receive, <laughs> and that's maybe not for the, the listening public. All right, well, if you want to know. Just know that Brooke had a traumatic waxing experience. I didn't get waxed, and I, that's that's th- all you that's, need to know. That is important information. Um, hey, Bridget. <laughs> hey, Brooke. Hey, guys, and welcome to <laughs> Splat, the podcast, where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex and the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. <laughs> Wow, guys, we just posted that on Instagram, and I think it's fucking cute as hell. I also, it was just, it rolled right off the tongues. Look at us, distracted and no problems, just easy as pie. But if you're not following um, us on Splat Podcast, what the fuck are you doing? Some really good content happening We're about to blow up (laughs) (laughs) content-wise. I am not even sure what that means. Oh, I am sure what that means. Oh, yeah, we're going to have good content. Duh. Oh, I did it. I wasn't even referring to I that. I know, but we will. Have oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Wow. This has been a super fun podcast <laughs> of things no one knows what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Our podcast is full of secrets. Uh, uh, that's why it's so big. Our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast about sex and the city, but also about us. Um, It was Cynthia. <laughs> Are you a fucking musical <laughs> genius or what? Um, that is was Brooke zoning out. Um, uh, so I hope you liked it. Um, I'll be here all week. Um, right here in my bed where you spend so much time. I almost asked to sleep over again tonight, but I don't. I smell too bad. I mean, how many times have I now showered at your house? That's fair. Uh, it was Cynthia Nixon's birthday this week, so happy birthday! It was, and not only that, she had a birthday event. Uh, like a fundraising, beautiful. But yes, Bridget, um, Bridget and I almost went to Cynthia Nixon's birthday fundraiser. I did stop by. It was really exciting. Did you see her? No, I wish. I don't know. See, at this point, I honestly don't know what I would do. Yeah, I'm like me either. I thought about it, and I was like, I don't even think I. I would. I don't think I would be able to speak. No. Like so, I, I love the actress Celia Keenan Bolger. Like I love her. Mm-hmm. Like she's. Oh, I, f- I knew. That. She's who I want to be in the world. I haven't met her yet. Our friend Dylan and I were getting um, burgers at Shake Shack on the Fourth of July. <laughs> wow. Um, and we were sitting in Madison Square Park, and she came and walked by us with her child, and I went silent for five minutes <laughs> Dylan was like are you I was like I I I I I I, 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 I like couldn't form words and then I love that my friend I Anna, just love knowing that about you I love her I just feel like I would get that way with Cynthia Nixon like I would need to have like a speech prepared yeah I think I would just if she would let me want to like gently touch her hand and look into her eyes and move on because <laughs> I just like don't think I'd be I think, capable yeah, of anything else. I just would think I would just want to be like thank you <laughs> I have podcast. <laughs> you are goddess. <Stars. laughs> 
queen ma'am. <laughs> Governor? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And then I'd want her to, yeah, like, touch me gently on the side. Maybe give me a kiss Maybe on the head. Maybe knight me. I would like to be knighted by Cynthia Nixon. Mm. If that can be arranged, reach out to me. I have... I would just like a tender. to spare. <laughs> I would just like a tender kiss on the head. Yeah. Which I know would be super just weird. Just like right between the eyebrows, you know. Yeah. I'm in a place in my life right now where, um, like, I'm waiting for news about something. It's not actor related, but I was like, my friend was like, I'm really anxious, like, waiting to get this, like, information if we, like, got this thing or not. And I was like, you know what? If I get it. I'll be able to make positive changes in my life mm-hmm. and my life will, be, I'll be able to shift. I will shift around the way that my life is lived. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get it, my life won't change at all. And I'm if in this area of my life. I'm like, it doesn't need to. Right. You know? Yeah. That's a really nice way to think about it. Not as like a deficit or a loss. It's like either an opportunity or just like not the time. Yeah. Which is new for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a really hard thing to do. I'm yeah. I am uh, extraordinarily impatient, especially when it comes to, like waiting for specific things or knowledge or yeah I just I just like have so many other things on my brain right now that I'm like this can't be mm-hmm. I like I did my best and I did a good job mm-hmm. so like you know and I hope to p- bring that attitude into uh, acting auditions in the future yeah growth baby look at us evolving Pokemon evolution it's happening yeah Shall we um, talk about the thing we're here to talk about? I guess we could. Like I said, uh, at one point, season four. Willkommen, ah, season four. We have a new um, little facey face. You're really into German tonight. That's uh, that you've. That's not the first thing you've said to me in German. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Um, the agony and oh, also hi to our, all of our listeners in Germany, oh my God, especially yeah. Berlin. <laughs> I can't get over this. Fact. Maybe I was thinking about them. I think you were. I'm always thinking about you. This Germany. is called <laughs> Germany. Um, so I love this episode, and I'm really me excited too. to talk about it. Me I think too. that did you do you feel like a new era of Sex in the City? I do feel it. I feel it in a so, different way, and I it's also amazing because it like it it solidifies who they are in relation to each other. This episode was super like, this is the Carrie and this is the Miranda and this is the Samantha and this is the Charlotte. I also will say... But in a very integrated way in the way that they're not usually. This is... um, We we didn't... We missed it. um, But this is now a post-9-11 show. Did you feel how it was funnier? The show is now? I feel like this episode is the fun... I was laughing. Oh, yes, me too. This is, so I'm not sure, so it's, okay, so 24 episodes, right? Uh Or 18 episodes was the last Uh season, right? So that's 18 weeks, so that's like, um, like, like four months, Uh and they all start in June. So that's June, July, August, September. So they would have filmed it all, all of season three before 9-11, and so now this is our first like episode i'm guessing oh fast that's a post 9 11 film so just a new a different world in june 2002 fascinating thank you for doing that clinical research i appreciate it. i literally don't know how i did i think i literally like i just looked at it on on amazon when i was when i was oh amazon's amazing watching stuff on amazon prime is so cool yeah it gives you all so that gives i feel like it gives the episode it gives the um it's just a different world. It's an entirely different context. Mm-hmm. We'll get there, but there is an. Uh, <laughs> Brooke already just rolled her eyes and flared her nostrils <laughs> so hard. Uh, shout out to people who can't flare their nostrils. Um, so this episode is called "The Agony of the <laughs> Ex to See," as Ooh. in ex person, ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend, and not, you know, drugs. Right. Although, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna lay on my tongue. Good idea. We're cozy. So here we go. Carrie is Looks in hot. a very tight red dress with, with like a, cool a white like linen overtopping thing. Oh, so we're, thing. we're they're all getting ready to go out, and there's like one thing we see. Carrie lifts up her boobs. Charlotte has a pack of Smints. Mm-hmm. Throwback to mm-hmm. Smints. I loved those. I loved them. Samantha is my, in my favorite Samantha hair, which is um, looking like Rizzo from Miranda Greece. has a crazy blue fur thing on, which I love, and a Palm Pilot. And Miranda, her. Miranda grabs her Palm Pilot. Yeah. Um, when you go out on a Saturday night, 
Your one when you're single, your friends. That's your most important accessory. I butchered and that. <laughs> it was kind of beautiful. Thank you. Um, it was the poetry version of what happened. There, there is this beautiful montage of them getting ready with fun music, and then it like crashes to a halt, and they're griping about going to an engagement party. Guess who's surprised? Okay, I mean, to not this surprised. guy named Guess Danny. Excited, Charlotte. It's a big romantic gesture because to express how they feel about each other. Says Charlotte, and they're like, "This is so weird. This doesn't feel like Danny at all." So because. They've remember when Danny had more than one thought and they all involved going on my ass. So, so then they were, it, it's revealed. I just have to pause it already. It's so funny. It is revealed that they have all hooked up in some capacity with Danny. And I was like, we're going to go to this engagement party. <laughs> I know at some point. Oh yeah. Def, there's no question. Like we already have these people. And not just us. Like, I share multiple people with multiple people we know. I just feel like this felt like, yes. like a specific, for me, because I don't. I have one, but it is oh. it is the one. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> to have. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, I just, like, think it's funny. It's very funny. So what Samantha says is um, she says that she'd hooked up with him at some uh, – as we just said. And Haven't we all had sex with Danny? She's like – uh, we've known him for 10 years and he's straight, haven't we all? And Miranda's like, uh, just, or, no, Charlotte says, just a New Year's kiss. And Miranda says, I showed him my boob once. And they say, just one? <laughs> she goes, I couldn't commit. <laughs> it's perfect. In a coat room once, which I love. So he's one of those guys who they've all had interactions with. And now they're going to his engagement party. And it's and just like very ostentatious. Eyes are very thing. close together. Yeah, he's not very cute. And and so he introduces his um, girl. future wife Haley yeah. and not, <laughs> not his girlfriend. And he's like that Carrie and Charlotte, and it's Miranda, which does not fly no, with Miranda. No, nor should it. He's like, sorry, I'm a little overwhelmed, and they walk away. And he, um, she goes, he couldn't remember my name. Maybe I should have showed him both boobs. <laughs> the thing, the the, the zingers. They yeah, they come, come hard and fast in this episode. No pun intended. I also come hard and fast. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, oh, this is a horribly embarrassing. Yeah. It basically. So Charlotte, a woman comes up to her and is like, I love your wedding your, uh, and charlotte just ring. like goes off on like what's Where's going your on husband? with Trey. And she's like oh we're separated bedroom problems it's just you like know? so much i don't even it's... think she's drunk no she just like is charlotte and then the woman but finally... I fo- okay yeah what? can i be honest uh-huh. watching this episode i feel like you also have a charlotte mood oh i do it's fascinating this is actually in some ways i related to charlotte more in this episode than I ever have, not directly, but no, in this no, no. like but there was essence a, way. There was one point where I was like, "Oh my god, Bridget!" Well, oh, you'll have to point that out to me. That's so funny. Um, one thing that I do as a defense mechanism is I like hold myself accountable by just like telling people things. I'm the same way. I'm very open book. I'm very like it's funny because my sister and I were talking last night about how we're really similar in the way we feel about situations, but the way we approach them is really differently. And I just go into them as like a fucking open book for better or worse. Hence me having a podcast. Um, <laughs> but welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's really nice to be here. Um, but Charlotte in this moment is just like being really true to herself and just trying to be honest. It's just totally the wrong audience and totally too overwhelming with a stranger. And so the and woman the walks, walks away, away and, and another woman walks by and she goes, don't, don't talk, talk to, to her. her. Poor Charlotte, of course, feels very bad. Not good, very bad. Not good, very bad. It's really sad. And then um, the fiance is in the middle of a bunch of women talking about, you know, how the moment she met, it's love she at first knew sight. Which like, I also sort of wanted to like, should we dip our toes into that? Mm-hmm. Like, do we believe in love at first sight? But I feel like well, there are other conversations that are there more. are and soulmates, which we've also had sort of yeah. that conversation. Well, and we'll but, talk about yeah. it later. But basically, Miranda's like, Miranda no, it goes into this comedy routine. Yeah. They're like, who, what about you, um, Carrie and Miranda? And they're both the only people who aren't dating someone. And Miranda's like, Oh, there's no one special in my life. I only date mediocre guys. If yeah. I meet someone special, I'm like, oh, not for me. But do you have any? Uh, it's really funny. And Mar- and Carrie's kind of looking at her like, what the fuck what is, is happening? happening? And but all the other women are laughing. Yeah, too. of course. And it's like, it's Miranda's like, I didn't want to be like pitied because like all they do is look at me with the like, oh, you'll find him someday, honey yeah. eyes. This episode does not pass the Bechdel test. No. Most of these episodes do not pass yeah. the Bechdel test. For those of you who don't know, the Bechdel test <laughs> is um, if it, it requires two women to have a conversation, not about a man on screen for I don't know, I think more a than a couple minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Literally, like, but a it's m- a 
it's a that the thing is that sounds like a really easy bar to cross, but it's it's um, really it's surprising how many not fail. <laughs> And Miranda's also just like, we were literally the only single people in that party. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that it's 8.37 p.m. and it is just getting dark? Like fully. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. We're finally entering into the good time. The, the good, good, time. good. Okay. So now we cut to Charlotte banging in crazily incessantly on what Trey's I, door. I and I'm like, say, why doesn't she have a key? I know. So w- when I watched this for the first time, for some reason until for a while, I saw his his silhouette when the lights are kind of off mm-hmm. and I thought it was Mr. Big oh my and God. I didn't know who's knocking because they don't show you. And then Charlotte's like, we can't be doing this. And I was like, what is happening <laughs> here? Just like, what is this conversation going to be? And then I was like, Oh my God, that's Trey. So Charlotte's like, we need to figure out what we're ha- what's happening. I won't, I won't go to any more parties until we figure it out. This, this is so, okay. Yeah. This is what I thought it was going to be. So, she- <laughs> And I stand by this being a yeah. really good way to go about important conversations. Oh, I do you need this. I do the same thing. The funny I'm, thing I mean, is I don't I do just, it quite like you. I just no. I just literally though. I've never done it as literally as I have in it's recent times. So funny. But so Ooh. Charlotte has like wait. General trivia: Kyle McLaughlin maintains a website for his family's <laughs> two dogs, a Jack Russell Terrier and a Yorkie Chihuahua mixed breed. They also have their own YouTube <laughs> series, Mookie and Sam. Wow. That's all. Um, <laughs> so Charlotte is like, I have this list of things we have to talk about She's if like, we're ever going I to get back together. And notes. I have notes. <laughs> and she reads them to him. And he starts making out with her in the middle of them. And he's like, you look so hot. And then at one point, she's like, Trey, you have a boner. <laughs> right. And then she's like, I can't read you notes while I have a, my notes while you have a boner. And then they like make out a little. And she's like, no, we can't do this. We're separated. I'm but not she's coming been in. obviously like enjoying kissing him. And he's very into it. And then in, fucking in literally the course of what, two minutes? Yeah. He just fucking comes comes on her leg just like through his boxers basically. come baby come baby come to me i'm a believer i'm in love i just came <laughs> Ooh, i'm a believer i couldn't come on your leg if i tried because i don't have a dick <laughs> oh yeah i could still couldn't. come on your leg that was I a guess good I perspective t- change i liked that oh thank you really nice i guess you I, could i could like like bear hug your leg and like go for it but yeah that's a thing though you know (laughs) that's a lot less that's like you do have pretty long legs well thank you i mean you can do that with with anyone's leg honestly i know but i was specifically talking about (gasps) oh with me oh thank you yeah yeah i do have long legs i don't plan on coming on anybody's legs no no i'm just glad we figured out the logistics in case we are ever faced by the situation we will just like (laughs) calmly and clearly (laughs) know what must be done If you're looking to get your leg, come on. Do not call me. I'm not ready. <laughs> she has to prepare an individual emergency plan with everyone she does it with. And we only establish it for us. If you need to talk to me about it. Uh, Her DMs are open. Slide <laughs> on in. Please don't. <laughs> oh, my plant nanny. I I can't. <laughs> so, Trey. Um, Offers to pay the bill. Carrie comes dry cleaning comes home wearing fucking schoolgirl socks. She and she's like, I can't do this. We're, I'm leaving. Yeah, Carrie has weird sock things in this episode on and a she, Saturday morning. And she receives a... It's like, it's like if Tinder so mailed wait, you an really application. Quick. This means that this is just like a continuity error, but they go out Saturday night to go to the party and this happens on Saturday morning. So either a week has gone by since the Trey incident like the in, or the engagement party. Right. Or this Which is it might have. Or writing. this is just... But continuity error. But doesn't it feel like this is the morning after? Yeah. Because, because they all have brunch. About it's the first, like... Carrie looks so fucking cute. She's wearing she a does. jumper with a sweater, and I want it, and this necklace. It's basically what we both wore this weekend, a version of. Yes. And they all look great. Although they need to stop dressing Miranda in red. I know, it's bad. Um, Carrie's hair like is the perfect flushed, And they're all talking about soulmates. And they basically are like, I think we have lots of soulmates. I and. Well, they have different takes on well, it. Well, because Carrie got um, a So she got this basically pamphlet. a dating application yeah. for like a pre-dating site matchup service. And Carrie it, makes a lot of references to like killing herself in this episode. She does. It's very dramatic it's very and dark. It's very strange. Um, and so, you know, obviously Charlotte believes that there's a soulmate. There's your one soulmate who completes you. And Miranda's opposition to the whole thing, even having many, is she's like, I, I just don't like the idea that you need someone else to complete you. Yeah. And also, like, the bad thing about a perfect soulmate is that it's so unattainable. That's you're being Samantha set up says. to fail. They yeah. all have, like, very specific opinions. So, like, mm-hmm. the core Samantha thing also all- says it sets up the gap between the assholes and the perfect unattainable guy yeah. even, even wider. So, 
Charlotte's like, I think I thought that Trey was my soulmate, but I, I don't, don't think your soulmate would come on your leg. <laughs> but she believes that there is someone out there who's perfect. And so an interesting thing is she says to Trey when they're making out and she's kind of trying to stop it. She was like, you weren't sure if you wanted to be married. Now I'm not sure if I want to be married. And that turns him on, which is so fucked it's up. It's super fucked up. And so we find out that because they're checking the age box, because they're going to fill this it out application. for Carrie. So we find she out doesn't really want to do it. Later this week, she's turning 35. 35. So you guys, this is the pinnacle of this, of, of this podcast. Being 10 years younger and 20 years later. Even though now, how it's, many years? It's 24 years later. No, it's less than that because this was 2002. So it's 16 years later. Mm. You're right. Because we're moving a little faster, like time's condensing yes, a little of bit. Course, of course. Our tagline is getting less and less relevant. <laughs> it's a vague 20 years. That's right. We'll take it. But this is we're exa- up still. we are hey. exactly 10 years younger than Carrie. Cr- both of us right now. Yes, this is the this is the lovely three months when Brooke's birthday. And it's her birthday episode. Yeah, the same, same age. Same age. Last year on my birthday, Brooke came over before my party and I cut um, numbers out of so paper funny. to put up on the wall and without paying any attention I cut 25 out for myself and Brooke was like Bridget you're turning 24 babe <laughs> so this year I finally achieved <laughs> my long sought 25 for a whole year Bridget's want to turn 25 and she you're finally got it just how time has always worked and how always do you feel will. um I feel like a like a nice a nice round quarter you know Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke just did so many expressions of me in one take. I loved it. Here we are. Oh, wait. Carrie let's talk about soulmates. Musing. She's wondering about soulmates. Soulmates, she says. Two little words, one big concept. A belief that someone, somewhere, is, is holding, holding the key, key to, to your heart. heart. Um, and your dream house. And all you have to do is find them. So, where is this person? Okay. Something she's going to ponder a lot while she's, like, wrapped up in a blanket smoking. So, she's like... Is this just a torture device? What is the validity behind a soulmate? Mm-hmm. And I think I've said this on this podcast before. Yeah, we've talked about this. Um, I believe that there are many soulmates. Like, I think that, like, it doesn't have to be romantic. I think that, like, like there are people that I have come across in my life that I'm like, you feel like a soulmate in the sense that, like, our souls are connected. Like Yeah, well, you just, it's like you a know special that feeling connection. when you meet someone and you're just like, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's like I've, I've definitely thought that. It just seems impossible. I've thought that, I've thought that everyone, like at, at one point, like everyone I've been in love with, I've been like maybe they're my soulmate and then I can get proved wrong by someone else. I think, yeah, I think just as this show sometimes does, it just reminds me how much things aren't Not actually. Not everyone I've been in love with. One guy I was in love with, I was really like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, was I ever really in love with you? <laughs> This was in high school. Important distinction. Um, oh, fuck. What was I saying? Sorry, I completely okay. railroaded you. Oh, as with everything with this show, it it um, it um reminds me just how much reality, like, is not black and white, you know? Mm-hmm. And just how I think, like, I think the idea of soulmates is there are these people you just, like, lightning connect with in a romantic sense or no. Mm-hmm. But also that in some ways it a soulmate, it, it also comes down to the perfect conflation of circumstance and feeling and time in your life and place you know like genuinely because I because to really spend your life with someone that that takes like commitment and work coordination and hard work in so many ways Mm -hmm. um and there it's one thing to have that like dynamic can't really resist it yeah connection so at this point in the episode Carrie is like I think where you are Mm -hmm. in the gray area and I think the manipulation of the show by the end leads us to potentially ponder Uh something else yeah which I I do think also like there are really serendipitous moments in the universe and crazy things and and I think things work out in like a wonderful fateful way and sometimes more often than not you know Mm because just like what is anything but yeah, I think there's just like also like when you when you are interacting or when you do have one of those moments with that with one uh, someone that you do feel that way about like uh, Mr. Big, mm-hmm. um, there's like there is like a special like little like glimmer in your heart, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. Like in this episode, totally. we'll see. We'll I feel like there. everyone has people who they've like met and then had a four hour conversation with, you know, mm-hmm. and usually at like one a.m. or something. Yeah. And there's just, there are just those people where you just meet on some kind of level. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Samantha and Carrie. <laughs> this is I like so this too because we don't actually see this dynamic that often. Because they hate Carrie. each other. Well, right. <laughs> so they probably didn't film that much together. But I fucking love this. Samantha in this episode is mwah. She's in perfect Samantha form. And like they really like honed in on it. Yeah. And because like, her she, wit is sharper. Yeah, she's smarter. She's funnier. She's just like and, and so she's basically convincing Carrie. Er, earlier when they're checking the boxes, when we learn that Carrie's going into the 35 to 44 box, Samantha's like, welcome to my box, honey. And they all laugh. But also, okay, more crucial information. Yeah. So Car- uh, Samantha's planning her birthday party and is like, okay, just like we'll make a dinner. Like, who do you want there? Like, do you want to invite Mr. Big? And Carrie was like, what? No. Are you trying to kill me? Should I invite him? So he's in London. Or has been. She's not exactly sure if he's still there or not. And she's like, well... No, he's probably there. Let's just keep it low maintenance. Because they're friendly. She's saying that they talk on the phone sometimes. And then Samantha is stopped dead in her tracks by this like low budget Harry Connick Jr. Exactly. <laughs> like one thousand <laughs> percent. Um he's a he's playing a priest, except they keep calling him like a monk and then a bunch of different things. Yeah, they're not really sure. So he work he like he works at this All Saints church and he speaks Spanish and <laughs> Samantha so, goes, Oh, you tell him Friar Fuck. So she now refers to him as Friar Fuck and Carrie goes, Okay, sister, let's go. And and Samantha's basically like, I'm gonna have to go to church and fuck this man. So, so she, she goes, she goes to church and like hits She like talks to him and is like, I'd like to throw a PR party for you. I can guarantee people like Donald Trump and someone irrelevant I didn't know. But man, not the fucking even like the second time he's been referenced in this show. Oh, it's terrible. I think it's just that he was relevant to the particular culture of New York in this time so much. Yeah. But it's so jarring. You're not wrong, but it is jarring. <laughs> um, okay. So Samantha, so Samantha like struts her way away and from so him. And so he gives, he's like, I'm celibate and I. Well, he's basically like, I, it, we don't do high key events. What we do is like food drives and stuff. Like if you want to help me with some canned goods, we'll figure it so out. So he gives her a card about St. Francis and she gives him her public relations card and says, call me if you change your mind and then on she goes home. this or anything else. And then she masturbates for two and a half and hours. And this is not the first time that Samantha, they have dubbed her over while orgasming. Well, I like know. A fucking, the first time was opera. This time they dub over like a church choir. I thought the same thing. It's crazy. It's hilarious. And, also and then like, at dinner, Samantha is literally <laughs> glowing. I mean, her hair looks her. amazing. Yeah, and Charlotte's like, you're going, did you get a facial? And she's like, no. I masturbated for all afternoon. Yes. Well, and Miranda goes, who has the time? And we'll carry He's like all afternoon is she serious like they're it's yeah. like I like that they're I just love I just love casual masturbation endorsement and she's like who'd you masturbate to and she goes my priest fryer fuck and Charlotte's like agog aghast and they all talk about and who Carrie's like she wants him but she can't have him it's all very thorn birds which is a reference I, I don't, don't get. get but I assume it's something. and she goes do you want to do it with your Samantha voice oh sure in my fantasy, he tears the food I'm carrying for the homeless out of my arms, rips open my dress, lays me down in the street, and enters me. <laughs> it's amazing. And then <laughs> Miranda goes, what do you do for the next two hours and 20 minutes? And Charlie goes, stop. You are talking about a priest. And, and Samantha's Samantha like, goes, I can masturbate to whomever I like. And then they have a funny conversation like, who's your go-to person to masturbate for? So Samantha and, fuck, Carrie and Miranda say. Um, Russell Crowe at the Which same is like time. all I could think about was him singing stars. And I just like <laughs> couldn't get over myself. And then Samantha. And then Samantha and, and Carrie at the same time, they were like, who's before that? And, and they at the same time say, George Clooney. Clooney. And Samantha, and oh God, we're bad at this tonight. Carrie has this funny thing about like Clooney's like a Chanel suit, you know, like it ne- he never will. And Miranda's like, one time I masturbated to a guy who's rude at me in a restaurant. Um, <laughs> Is that what does that say about me? And they all kind of go silent. And she and goes, look at "Well, her. the cheese stands alone." And I was like, "That's an amazing line." I know, it's so the good. writing has like, mm, it's, yeah, it's blossomed. And then. Um, Charlotte <laughs> says something and Samantha says to Charlotte get that judgmental puss off and join in <laughs> who do you fantasize about and Charlotte's like no it's Trey. private and then she tells them it's Trey <laughs> just like they make her That's boring I though <laughs> um, I am glad she's like dealing with this in a way that she and is, also that she because we know that Charlotte likes to I masturbate know, and I, I love when we talk about it it's true me too and she goes also when they're trying to get it out of her she goes no just one guy and Carrie goes LL Bean <laughs> Yeah, I love when they make fun of each other. Gently. I love it, and they start to. So then Carrie goes home, and midnight the clock turns to midnight, birthday, and she calls Mr. Big. And then his answering machine says like his four five nine oh two one nine. Leave a message or whatever, and you're like, uh huh. 
fascinating. So she's very cute, and she's like, "Hey, it's my birthday, and I'm old, and so I, I wanted, to, wanted call to call someone, someone older." It's very sweet, and she lives this like really cute. It's little actually very cutely done, and she's like, "Okay, so I think you're in London, but if you happen to be here, I'm having this birthday thing at um, La Il Trattoria or something. Il Trattori. Il Cantarina. Il Cantarini. Cantarina. Il Cantarina. And, and so then, um, and she leaves in the details, but she, it's a voice message. So yeah. we don't know if he'll, if he's even in town. And Miranda runs into An old some friend woman of her who immediately is like, how oh, are you? Are you with someone? Terrible. Like Miranda seems genuinely excited to see her. So I expected them to be like real friends. If anyone ever asked me that, like yeah. after without like at least 10 to 15 minutes of conversation before I will say, fuck you Ooh, that's my car gotta go and just walk into the middle of the street and then get hit and die. <laughs> exactly yeah um and they have this also i kept thinking this woman is someone but i don't think it is oh kathleen bridget kelly she is certainly irish is what she is um <laughs> and so she's like no and she was like it, it narr- they have this really uncomfortable conversation and then um, carrie the narrates that she's not in the mood to be sticky and then the woman Miranda's starts narrating like, about her like issues wanting to not well have. Miranda was like oh well how are you you and Joe have been married for how long and she's like five years I know you're thinking where's the baby and then she goes into the same like sticky joke routine about like that Miranda was doing about you know her mediocre guys that and this woman does her her own thing about like I always say to Joe like what's better gorgeous fabric or chocolate stains you know and, and Miranda's Miranda, like oh it's this is a isn't, beautiful moment yeah it's like this isn't just about my insecurities like there are like even the woman that you are it, that it, you are feeling judged by has her thing that she is being that ev- and that everyone does but yeah. but I think among women specifically you're definitely right but what she realizes even more is that she just she really laughs along and she's like she realized she was laughing not because it was funny but because it was kind and I think that is a, a, a place too where Miranda and my like kind of like the way we live our lives crosses over a lot like mm-hmm. that's I'm I am there's I'm a super judgmental person there's no question but in like the outward way I live my life yeah that is I just like my instinct is towards kindness that's great I think I think so I think you are very kind thank you it just feels better to be that way and to not all the time I'm not I'm I'm not like exceptional but my philosophy is certainly to um that like if it if especially if it's no skin off my back to yeah be for sure. kind you for know sure. like why would i not be um so samantha goes and basically propositions this guy who from the front the fryer is just not cute he really really looks like like low low mm-hmm. budget but they've shot him at a lot of nice air angles you know and then you get him from the front and you're like no yeah but he's basically like it's Listen, like it's I'm, like I'm harry connick jr and um brendan fraser yes 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 i was just get, trying to get to it it's like in his eyes and mouth something. yeah yeah very weird and Samantha's like He's, he basically is like listen I like I, I, I don't think that the body is for well because she's like I have to confess I've thought about you mm-hmm. in like basically in my bedroom and he's like that's not what I'm about I think there are greater pleasures I think you know like I gave myself to God and he leaves which like is the only way this really and could Carrie have ended, arrives at this restaurant in the most stunning outfit she's wearing like a two-piece red yeah red. it's so her beautiful abs, Cro- her oh, hair she's wearing this weird hat that i don't like yeah i don't really either and but she's the first she looks one amazing. There. there there's a table of 10 reserved for her and then there's this exc- and the waiters are being very nice to her and she orders a shirley temple and is like we'll be having a lot of champagne when everyone is here she's already 15 minutes late and no one's there and then there's this just like long also in new york if you were 15 minutes late for an 8 30 reservation they would have given on a 10 top your table would have yeah. gotten away. And through, and she takes her weird headpiece oh. off, and she. It's really sad. It's so sad. So no, no one shows one up. Shows and up, then, and then, oh my god! And then the door bursts open, and there's a cake coming through, and people singing, and then it's for a different person, and then that girl is turning twenty-five. Uh, yeah. And the girl goes, "I'm twenty-five. I'm so fucking old," and blows out her candles, and it's just like the knife and the. And Carrie's like, "Holy shit!" And then the final blow is that the nice considering the circumstances waitress comes over and is like um so the lady just arrived with your cake and, and you have to, to pay for it and then so she so pays 70 dollars for her own birthday cake. and then she walks into like a con- i don't really understand is it like what i think cement? it's freshly poured cement or like um whatever so yeah so the, these construction workers are yelling at carrie for stepping on their cement but it's not wet cement i don't know what I it think is it's, it's like um it's like when you tar pavement i think it might be that because it look at the it's like black shiny yeah but she can step in it 
And then she and then um, she drops the cake, and then they're still yelling at her, and it's really fucking sad it's and so sad and it's embarrassing. It's mortifying, and they're like, "Marilyn Monroe, do me a favor and get off the fucking road. We'll bring some beer over." It's so sad. It's so fucking sad. So she gets home, and she's just like so depressed. She's really depressed because all, none of her friends showed up to her. I birthday. mean, it's just like nightmare scenario. And so then she she has all these messages. Pe- everyone was stuck in pra- traffic because and they were charmed. Fifth Avenue. That, yeah, that's exactly. Why. Yeah. And she's just like, um, and they're like, the reservation line is busy. And then finally they get through to some messages where they're like, well, it's interesting because there were 10 seats there. So what happened to all of her other friends? Anyway. Well, it was, we know four people and then five, if you count like the reservation for potential big, I don't, and then uh, presumably she had five other friends. And then by the end of the messages, they're like, okay, I'm just coming. We're just coming uptown. We'll meet you at the cafe. Yeah. Um, but she's just like strips out of her stuff and gets, gets in the, the shower. shower and then Charlotte, who doesn't have a key to Trey's house, has a key to Carrie's place and lets herself in and surprises Carrie in the bathroom with her clear shower curtain, which is so funny to me. And, and they me- scream and it's really scary. I would lose my I mind. I would freak the fuck out. A face on the other side. Oh my God. Why would you do that? Also like, this I would is never a, shower with the I mean like open. really quick probability thing. Yeah. Like cell phones Mm -hmm. would have solved this problem oh yeah well at one point Miranda's like I just tried calling like the the reservation line busy and I'm I'm completely fucked on traffic like get a cell phone so Carrie I don't think has one yet oh and so Carrie Charlotte is like come to the um come to the cafe like we we're all there I don't really want to be with a bunch of people but she does and they like so we now have a second night I mean, a second, like, all four. In the, so they have this coffee shop that I guess they go to. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's, like, very honest. And, like, I think it's the first time that it, I have, like, mm-hmm. completely been, like, okay, Carrie, you're being real. And she's, like, I felt so alone. And and Miranda's, like, of course you're not I alone. I felt really sad. And Carrie's, like, that I didn't have a man in my life who cares about me. That and takes a lot of work to say and say to friends who you – oh, and Ka- Charlotte tears up immediately. Like, no special guy to wish me a happy and birthday. And they all do. They all tear yeah. up except – Samantha no goddamn soulmate and it's and everyone's like it's a very she's and I don't even know if I believe in soulmates but I know that feeling too I know the feeling of being like I don't even think I care about this and yet somehow I'm still sad this isn't happening some particular way oh I mean yeah this is like so Mm -hmm. I mean like obviously I'm not I I like I've thought this so much and then Charlotte says maybe we could be each other's soulmates this is like one of the famous quotes from the series so like she's like and the men are just great nice fun guys to have fun with and they're like, Samantha says, sounds, that sounds like, like a plan. plan. I'm 35. 35 is not 25. I was like, damn, damn. And, Miranda, and Miranda goes, goes thank, thank God. God. I, I'm sure that I'll, sh- I think I'll feel that way too. Oh my God. Are, we're train wrecks, Bridget. We are, yeah, we are. Yeah. Like I love us, but we are messes. Yes. And so they all sort of go back to their respective homes. Miranda. It's like, like the opposite montage of them mm-hmm. getting ready for the night out earlier in the episode. Miranda like hears fatty in the background and smiles. Meow, it says in captions. <laughs> but it only shows Miranda. Oh, that happens later then because there is a reverse montage. Oh, and then Carrie. Carrie walks down the street and she sees a black car waiting out of her apart- outside of her apartment. And she, she raps knows. on the window. And she has this big smile on her face. Ha, ha, ha. And, no pun intended. And the, the windows roll down and like little red balloons pop out. And he goes, happy birthday, baby. And she gets in and they sit in his car with the champagne and they drink out of the little coffee cups. I know, it's so cute. It's really cute. And you know what? It isn't romantic. No, like it's, it's like, like they have their flirty. It's like he, it's very caring, you know, and they're flirty, but it isn't romantic. And she gets out of the car then, and he goes home. Yeah, yeah, and they just have this lovely time, and it's just like she feels so cared about. Although now that the balloons are out the window, she also has to hold on to them at all costs. Um, he so says, "So, how old are you?" She goes, "How old are you?" And she starts guessing, and then she gets forty to forty-five. Well, and he she, winks at she her. She goes, "She goes, um, pick a box, pick a box." I just had to pick a box. Uh, are you thirty-five to forty, forty to forty-five? And, and he, he winks. <laughs> she goes, "Really?" And he goes, "Oh, I just had something in my eye." And it's really fucking sweet. And she's like, "How was your day?" And she's like, "Fucking fabulous," which like we know isn't true. Yeah. But she says it very easily, and it's kind of like she just wants to have a nice, easy moment with him. You know, she doesn't want to get into it with him. The yeah, fact because that also no signed he's up not her person. No, he's not. He's not. Hang on. Um, and she asks him if he believes in soulmates, and he says, well, I like the word soul, and I like the word mate. And that's Other me. Other than that, you got me. <laughs> and they drink, and she leaves, and 
it's amazing to watch Carrie. He asks her if she had a nice day, and she takes the babyest breath and steals herself and is genuinely like, it was fantastic. And then she goes out of the car. And Big's car drives away, and she realizes that having three soulmates locked down made it a lot easier to spot those great, nice guys to have fun with. Which, like, I wouldn't classify Big as a great, no, nice guy. No, fuck no. But, but I he, do like the concept of her being, like, like, secure in her. I love him. I, I love know. Big. And then she lets the balloons go. Which is not good for the environment. It isn't, but it's good for Carrie. She's not going to hold on to that. And that's the episode. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a, yeah. It's a good one. I liked it a lot. So we're like set up for this season to have a lot to do with Mr. Big. Yeah, I saw he was, I mean, when the thing opened, uh, when the when the credits started, it said, you know, guest starring Chris Noth. And I was like, ah, we're starting right back in. Here we go. Well, that's how it ended. Oh, oh I know. I know. Um... Who did you resonate with? Oh boy, where do I s- begin and end? Whatever I resonated a lot with Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in specific moments, like in that conversation where she's just being really honest about what she feels sad about, and feeling like when you feel sad about things that are you feel embarrassed to be sad about that mm-hmm. particular feeling, resonated with her not being sure you know about soulmates and also with Miranda and her like I don't want to have to feel completed by another person Mm -hmm. and for the first time I think ever (laughs) yeah I really resonated with Charlotte in some ways just in her methodology and her Mm -hmm. um outward expression and her yeah yeah what about you I resonated with Carrie for like every reason of all Mm -hmm. because I oftentimes am like questioning everything about any relationship I've ever had and how it is like Mm -hmm. ties into the other relationships that I've had or whatever and like how one begets the other and how we are raised to believe in a lot of places and ways that we there is a soulmate Mm -hmm. um and I don't know if I believe it I really don't sometimes I do and I've like said the word before but Mm -hmm. I also, I don't know if I believe it in this context. I resonated. Like, Charlotte, like, on a little bit less of a level in this. Mm-hmm. But but not really. I take that back. And just really just carry for me mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I aspire to resonate with Samantha because what a bold-ass bitch. I know. Um, and plopability, I think, like, a lot of the issues, like, just the Carrie birthday issue would have been solved by... Um, technology just technology and like being in 2018 and having access to also like we don't drive in the city no we're we poor. would be on subways the mta would fuck us up that's but a 25 year old thing i think yeah. i think too i think too um Although i hope i keep taking the subway for a long time but everything else if you had the money that they had you wouldn't that's true but i like to think aside I would. from her rent control department it's not like carrie has money you know and she okay. takes cabs all the damn time and has louboutins it doesn't make yeah, any sense no none of it does um, but other than that, I think everything in this episode is super plopable. Definitely. I would like agree. literally all of it. Yep. Yep. I think I agree completely. And I love that for season four. <laughs> yep. Um, and that's, that's the episode. That's the episode, man. Um, I think we're, I think you guys, I think this podcast is about to get really good. I'm excited. Cause I think sex in the city is about to become the sex in the city that everyone loves. Yeah. I'm really thrilled about it. I can't wait. I mm-hmm. can't wait to watch it unfold. I know. Me see what I love. I like, she latches I'm starting to like see and remember episodes mm-hmm. more because I don't think I watched a lot of season one and two season three. I definitely like did, but I think like four or five are my, my jam. That's very exciting. Um, I can't wait. Um, Delta ups, Delta downs. Yeah. Um, my Delta up was definitely our weekend yeah, together. Yeah. Um, oh, and I didn't snore when I slept over. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You were so cute. Which is something that I did. Lily and I talked a lot about at the end of uh, Birthright that we were both snoring when I'm like, Lily and I have slept in the same bed with each other for 10 years. And right. like never have we ever been like, you snore. And like, I have never been told that I snore. But I guess I was just like so dehydrated and confused physically that I did. Um, yeah. But I confirmed that I, I'm, I'm not a snorer. So no. bless up. I do that. sometimes worry about that. I do. If I get really congested, I am. But I'm oh, well, everybody snorer. is because you're not breathing out your nose. Yeah. God bless. And then my Delta d- and also just like general Delta up is that 
uh, I feel like I'm not a storm cloud anymore. Yay. Because I'm not sick anymore and like things have sort of been resolved. And I feel like I have like some cool, exciting things on the Mm -hmm. horizon in many different facets of my life. Um, And I, so I just feel partly cloudy. Oh, I love that. Um, Which is good because like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. Um, And my Delta down. Sorry. No, no, no. No, no, never mind. Continue. I was Uh, just going to say I like uh, the weather, the weather pattern. Yeah. And my Delta down is, um, oh, something private. (laughs) (laughs) Coy and I love it. (laughs) Um, My Delta down is, I'm still not sleeping very well. It's been a while, which is not my favorite thing. And it's also, it's. It's gorgeous out, but it's cold. Mm. I'm just really ready for it to be mm-hmm. not cold. Mm-hmm. Um, my delta up is that we have um, Mexican food coming in like three minutes. My idea did it. That was perfectly timed. I know. And also, um, I think I also feel partly cloudy, which is just not something I expected to feel at all. I just feel. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. Uh yeah. <laughs> happy Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday. Happy I'm functioning Thursday. and I'm like happy about it. That's um, all I have. I hope your Friday the thirteenth are spooky, spooky but not but dangerous. also warm. It's yeah. gonna be seventy degrees <gasps> this weekend. That's my delta up too. Oh, also my other delta up is that I bought myself a bunch of clothes from and like various things. Like you know when Ari does like huge underwear sales and stuff, and I got some swimsuit. Did you stuff get a bra? No. You should have gotten a bra. I don't, like, I, I, especially now, I don't even wear the same size. I, like, I okay, have to okay, get okay. fitted. Um, Bridget, um, excuse me. And, hang on, <laughs> not all of the things have come yet. Okay. And some of them are summery things. And Great. that's so fun to get excuse in the mail. Excuse me. Yes. I have a question. Order yourself packages when you're sad, except then don't look at your bank statement. Yeah. I have a question. Uh-huh. If I wanted, uh-huh. how could um, I find you on social media? Brooke just did the craziest smile at me <laughs> immediately after asking that. <laughs> I think you were looking for me. <laughs> Social media man, ma'am. Um, you can find me at Mrs. Burt Macklin on Twitter. And you can find me at BridgetM37 on Instagram. Yeah, you should. It's really good. Thank you. I feel like I've had some good stuff yeah. lately. Um, Brookie. Ooh, Excuse me. Cool. <laughs> you can <laughs> my favorite reaction to a burp. <laughs> oh, cool. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram posting too much at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And just like don't put an underscore because then it won't be me and I really want it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do put the underscore, you're going to just barely miss every train you take for the next week oh my god that's the worst one (laughs) um and collectively we are at At splat Splat podcast Podcast on twitter on instagram at at gmail.com chloe thank you for your email we read it it made us very happy we have not watched that youtube video that you sent us yet but i promise you we will um thank you Please and email us content and like what hybrid do you think you are? It's the yeah, s- most it's fun so thing fun. to get. And also, please rate, rev- oh my God. Wait, well, you would subscribe. Wait, you subscribe. Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> Mr. Policeman, please wait, will you subscribe on iTunes and subscribe on ACAST and send us a kiss. And um, <laughs> really kiss us. And Brooke, I have a question for you. What's up? Are you a believer? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> Okay, bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.